When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Uh, here they are. It is the Donna and Steve experience. <laughs> yeah. Save a horse. Ride, ride a cowboy. What? What? Okay. All right, see, we're here. We don't yeah. need no stinking intro music. Uh, yeah, it's stupid anyway. It's so stupid. You guys want to talk more about filling up a tub with pasta? How about Not if you really. just sit? Okay, well, hang on. Big news. Well, let's start with the big news, and then I want to get back to pasta in a oh, tub. Oh, boy, okay. Brittany Griner freed Amazing. after all these months. Woo! After, um, I, I think, getting locked up in Russia in February of this year, um, as ESPN writes, Russia has freed Brittany Griner in a dramatic high-level prisoner exchange that brings the WNBA star back to the United States after 10 months of detention. The swap, made at a time of heightened tensions over the invasion of Ukraine, achieved a top goal for President Joe Biden, but carried a heavy price and left behind Paul Whelan, an American jailed for nearly four years in Russia. Uh President Biden tweeted this morning about Brittany Griner's release, writing that she is on her way back to the United States. He said, moments ago, I spoke to Brittany Griner. She is safe. She is on a plane. She is on her way home. Amazing. Oh that was unexpected gosh. news this morning. Yeah. Two Goodness. breaking news stories. One very sad with Celine, and then that one, which was, wow, we didn't yeah. think it was going to happen right before Christmas. Darn, that's that's fantastic. And she's got, you know, she's got a wife, she's got kids. I mean, this is fantastic. Oh, fantastic. I'm sure. Um, I'm sure she had plenty of thoughts of, like, Christmas is going to be spent in a penal colony in Russia, which is where she had recently been sent to. President Biden went on to say, uh, this is a day we've worked toward for a long time. We never stopped pushing for her release. It took painstaking and intense negotiations. And I want to thank all the hardworking public servants across my administration who worked tirelessly to secure her relief. Um, her wife, Sherelle Griner, saying, today my family is whole. Now, uh, as ESPN denotes, the I guess the original thoughts were that uh, they were working on a deal for Brittany Griner and uh, Paul Whelan, this uh, American who has been um, imprisoned in Russia for four years now. They thought that the two would come together. Um, Apparently they did not. And so there are, you know, some folks, most notably the Whelan family, Mm. who this is a brutal day for them. Um, As they hear of someone's release, which is great, but to know that your loved one was so close and has been in captivity for four years and all that, I mean, 
I can only imagine. Um, but, you know, look, celebrate whatever victories, you know, you can get. And the sports world certainly attached to this story of Brittany Griner, such a notable figure. And so it was a, uh, a really wonderful thing, certainly for the for the Griner family and all of her supporters to know that she is en route back to the United States after what must have just been a really terrifying 10 months. Do we know who the did you mention who the swap was? with? Yeah, that's uh, that's for a bad guy. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Russian. Oh gosh, what did, what's his nickname? His name is Victor something, and he's an arms dealer, like oh. war criminal. He was in jail machine. for twenty five years, though, right? Yes. Wasn't he in? Oh man. Yeah. Well, um, hopefully, oh, he he's nicknamed the he's nicknamed the Merchant of Death. Oh my gosh! And yeah. uh, so yeah, oh. I'm, I, you can make whatever you want. You know, it's funny. Like in the world of professional sports, anytime there's a trade, people analyze the trade, who got the better deal, and all that kind of stuff. So as you attach it to this, all I would say is, if Brittany Griner was your wife, your sister, your daughter, your fill in the blank, you wouldn't care what right. they traded it for. Right. You know, you all you want is the person you love back, which is how the Whelan family is, and I'm sure they're trying to apply pressure to the Biden administration today saying, do whatever you have to do. Bring bring him home now, you know? Yeah. Let out the merchant, let, find somebody else that you can let out because you want him back. Boy, I'm glad I don't work in geopolitics. Thank you. I'll we all are. <laughs> <laughs> Donna. Why? Anyway, Come big Brittany Griner news. Fabulous. So congratulations to her, to her family. I mean, that's that's really, really a special day. Now, it takes a real uh, talented broadcaster or one who cares not about his journalistic reputation to shift back to a tub filled with pasta. If you had to sit in a tub filled with pasta, I jokingly mentioned gnocchi. What would you like to be in? I'll start angel hair. <laughs> no. Why? I am. I don't like that feeling of. You, you it's don't like know loose what it feels hair. Like to have pasta all over your body. Yeah. No, I can imagine. But That's you have to strange. choose some kind of pasta. What are you going to do? Arugatoni? Ravioli. Ravioli. Tell me why. Just because it's a bunch of little pillows. Kind of. <laughs> pasta pillows. <laughs> Don, you have to. Sit in a bathtub filled with mm-hmm. some sort of pasta. You can choose hot or cold. The temperature is your preference. What type do you choose? I'll take um, hot water with some shells. Just put hot, homemade shells. Like like a Velveeta. Oh, well, homemade. Yeah, but I mean. homemade. Okay. You know what yeah. would be really cool, even though it's not pasta? Rice. I think that you are right. Have you ever put your feet in the corn pit? Yes, and that's it feels extremely cool. therapeutic. Yes. I would argue that one of the best forms of massage is pressure. My brother Scooty and I, and thank you for asking, used to stand on each other's hands. So you would have your hands palm up, and then we would stand on each other's hands, and the pressure of all that weight coming down on the hand is great. That's like some of those massage chairs that you put your legs in and then it just squeezes oh, your calves gosh, for five yeah. seconds. Your arms. Yes. Like at the fair. Oh, my mama. <laughs> I really like that. Donna, I brought tubs of pasta to the show today. How all about right, what you? What do Anything? I have? Um, Anything? No, I, you know, I'm kind of... don't normally do this, but... I, I'm kind of recovering from a root canal, mm. so I'm a little off. Oh. 
I have a headache. I'm nauseous. I can't bite down um, be- without screaming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got some issues going on. I don't do want to one-up really? you, but yeah, yes, my, my TMJ is super bad. I can oh, no. barely chew on this side. I also have a headache, and oh. I don't feel <clears throat> well. I would like to so join this party no, of Steve, affliction. You're not no, allowed. Get on. back in your tub. Oh. I've had four ibuprofen today already. That's you 800 milligrams. You need to consult your uh, doctor. But uh, yeah, for like a neck ache that hasn't gone away in days, like a neck <laughs> headache. <laughs> well, you know yeah, what I mean? To the geriatric. We uh, did this version. this morning exactly at the oh, beginning really? of the show. <laughs> it's What's, what, what are Jason us? and Alexis dealing with? What well, ailments? Jason has something wrong with his big toe. Oh, Alexis no. was woken up in the middle of the night at 3:30 a.m. with her. A oh, Charlie, Charlie horse in her calf that was spasming for five oh. minutes. Then it went away. Then it came back. And mm. um, yeah. And then just a <laughs> variety of other. Uh, my shoulder feels like I've been shot in the shoulder every time I wake up. Mm. They go, you have arthritis. Yeah. I have. What is it called, Steve? Impingement. I think. Yeah. And I, I, I have an get, undiagnosed I my arm. situation. Oh. Well, this is fun. It's like we're all <laughs> we in just, the. Uh, we had people call in. It was fun. Yeah. Email us, Donna and Steve Show at MyTalk1071.com. What's ailing you? (laughs) And it can be anything. Use as much or as little detail as you want. Uh, By the way, today is, I'm theming today. Yeah. It's the day of lists. Let's make a list. And some days there are stupid lists. I think today we have like three interesting lists that we're going to get to. Like the best celebrity tippers. Ooh, that I want to hear. Ten celebrities who auditioned for SNL but didn't get the gig. Ooh. How about Google's most searched things of the year 2022? Ooh. How to pronounce 2022's most mispronounced words? Oh, that's fun. This is a corn ucopia of good things <laughs> coming your way today. So I hope that you stick around. When we come back, we'll take a quick break. We will wake your brain up with some things that make you go, huh? This is called American sauce in Germany. Hmm. Can you figure that out? We will explain when we return. It's Donna and Steve on my talk. Put me down for a what's up, my nerds. Hey, it's Stevie Boy for Chan Ass and Dinner Theaters. Holiday time is here, bringing lots of good cheer at Chan Ass and Dinner Theaters. And by now, you know I love that place. few reasons why. If you're looking for something fun and festive to do, they've got it. Convenience matters. And at Chan, it's one-stop entertainment that simplifies everything. You get great dinner, your choice of lots of entertainment, and free parking. Take the stress out of date night. On the main stage, it's Footloose. Now in its final week, see it before it closes. Whole lot of energy, a lot of joy on that main stage. Also, concerts, boy, they've got them coming out the wazoo. Uh, just about every single night through December is a lineup of holiday shows to light up your spirit. Ginger Commodore and Christmas with a whole lot of soul. Cap Perkins' North Country Christmas and the return of the Celtic Holiday Hooli. Stevie Ray's Comedy Cap. Ray is the best of comedy improv every Friday and Saturday. Tickets just 28 bucks. And Chan Hansen Dinner Theater's gift cards make perfect holiday gifts. Hey, coming next year, two big Broadway hits, The Prom and Jersey Boys. All the info found at ChanHansenDT.com. Lori and Julia. Okay, good morning. We're back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. Thank We've you. got Dawn McLean with us. Hello. Oh, today and tomorrow, and that's it. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Dawn. I want you to go. Is it true you're leaving our show? Uh huh. I am. You're just chasing the... Some more the, stability for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. No, no. We, so, we, just a, just I don't a, even know if Holly's going to like us. I'll be honest. I don't know. Just to pull the curtain know. back a little bit. I couldn't mm-hmm. hear Steve 
during the end of the dirt alert for some reason. And when he was talking about pasta, apparently, I just pulled up the clip. I didn't Uh-oh. hear any of that. So the so me saying <laughs> and us sitting in a tub full of gnocchi. That's why when we started the conversation without the <laughs> intro, which I was trying to get Steve back online, but apparently everybody else heard it. I was very confused okay. by the question about pasta. <laughs> sure. And I, I will generally throw a kind of a curveball anyway, but that would have been extra alarming of like, all right, let's get to Brittany Griner news. We'll get back to what pasta we would like to submerge like, ourselves in in a moment. Oh my gosh. That's so okay. Funny. Everything's fine. Everything's, everything's fine, fine here. Nothing to wait, see here. What? Wait, what? But while we're doing housekeeping stuff, uh, um, do we think? I tried to let go and it still went off. Sorry. Go ahead. Do we think Holly is going to like us? Of course. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Is she going to like how stupid we are? She loves you. you Everyone know? loves you guys. Yeah, but she's uh, like an Ivy Leaguer or something. Yeah, she's smart. But she's also loves to joke around and loves a fun time. That is true. So she will have a blast with you like everybody. The first does. day that we see her, should we put on like those buzzers that you wear on your hand when we go to shake her hand just to lighten the mood? We're not going to shake her hand. All right. I don't know. <laughs> it's not like we're just meeting her. Okay, fine. Here. Just don't worry about it. Whose side are you on? I'm anyway? not sure. I would like to know. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> I would like to tell you about American sauce in Germany or Germany. They pronounce. Uh, they call something that we have here. They call it American sauce over there. What do you think Germans call American sauce? Ranch dressing. Okay. You're That's wrong. A really good guess. But you're not far off. Oh. Um ketchup? No, and that would have been my guess. That's a good okay. One. American or Germans call this American sauce. A Big Mac wouldn't be the same without it. Oh. Special oh, sauce. Thousand Sea. Thousand, Thousand Island. Island. Thousand, Thousand Island, Island dressing in Germany, they call that American sauce. I don't know if I want that. <laughs> yeah. Although yeah. it really does make the difference in the Big Mac. I, I, yeah, Not I don't that know I've if she wants had it. one in 30 years, but I remember. Has it been that long, do you think, since you've had a Big Mac? Oh, 100%. has to be before I was married, and that was like in 92. Married? Married. Um, <laughs> so May prior I? to 92. Wow. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I would... I would like to buy you a Big Mac if you would eat it. The whole thing. No, I would get Come sick. On. I would get sick. I haven't had red meat in like 30, nah, 20 Whoa. years. Oh, really? Yeah. You haven't had a steak? Mm-mm. No. Okay. Nope. Not even a bite? Possibly a bite. Pasta. <laughs> what? There is a it. possibility I had a bite of somebody's like is there, steak bite. You is know, there appetizer. a meat that you miss? Since you haven't eaten in so long, is there a meat that you're like, I don't eat it anymore by choice for these yeah, reasons? Burgers. But I, burgers. Oh my. Yeah. You need to let me take you out, my lady. A little end of the year bonus, Stevie boy. Pat Pat takes you to McDonald's. Mm. Get you a happy meal. It's just like, you know, you're only paying for like less than ten dollars. I don't what know if, if it's gonna get Well, I have the app, it'll be even less than that. But oh, what wow. if we just did a standard McDonald's cheeseburger. You could eat that. I and eat that, that is, frankly, so much bun. And also, I got a question. Okay. How do they make their burgers taste the way that they do? Because a McDonald's burger tastes unlike any other burger in the world. Like, you can't recreate the flavor profile of a McDonald's burger at home. Well... I'm sure it has to do with lard. It has to do with sugar to get you hooked. I'm yeah, fortunately, I'm sure they're. You know that little documentary that came out that one time. Yes, yes. I do. The Katie Couric one, right? No, Katie a... Couric. No, the McDon- The guy no. who ate nothing but McDonald's, right? Yeah, oh. supersize me. Yeah. Uh, what was the other one? Everything is bad in moder- In if you do it every day, doesn't matter. You know, like too much of something. I'm not saying I'm so what I'm trying to do is not discourage anyone. Oh, let me yeah, tell you. Just moderation, make, moderation. I love McDonald's. Yeah. When I pull into a McDonald's drive through, I get all pepped up as I long as it's not with the whole family. Busy that place That's is. Stressful. Yeah, because your wife can't order properly, right? Correct. And then she's ordering for all the kids and she's pulling open the app and then they're getting deals. My least favorite place <laughs> to be at some days I feel like in the world is in the driver's seat. Uh, at a drive-through with my wife and kids, when she's in the passenger and she's telling me, I end up, I now just back, I put my head back in the chair and I say, yell it, project. You tell them the windows down. Hang on, my wife's gonna order. I don't want to do the game of telephone, and then she's not going fast enough for me. Do I need to calm down? Am I getting too stressed no, out? No, I'm with you. Do, can't she just write it all down before you get there and go, okay, here is everything. Boom. It doesn't Four change. Cheeseburgers, two happy meals. Blah blah well, blah. Yeah, yes. In theory, that makes sense. But Donna, McDonald's is never a today. Let's plan to go to McDonald's. See. You see the bleeping arches. Well, they the tractor beam you in. Sit in the parking lot. Get your order together. Then no. go through the drive-through. There's already a line, and so she's like, "Hey, we should get in that line." And the line, as long as you want to get in the line, but you just don't anticipate that it could be and then can i get a smoothie as well oh it changes oh, Your order i changes. just want to do because i yeah. was like put it in the glove compartment it's always the same order pull it out boom i like that. i would be okay with that every time we go it's a 20 piece nugget and two large fries bye now bye, bye. <laughs>
<laughs> hey, guys, that hey. Uh, Harry and Meghan docu-series is out today. Yeah. We'll give you some of the highlights we're hearing about up next. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Did did you just say that we're getting snow tonight? tonight? Um, sure did. It says, yes, it says that... Um, Accumulations a half an inch or less across the Twin Cities metro and more from Northfield South, where two to oh. four inches okay. is possible. We're so fine. that's we're south fine, of the Steve. metro, right? I know. Steve's still worried that he's going to have to drive in this tomorrow like the rest of the There's going to be a half an inch. But be careful. Be careful, Sometimes everybody. Sometimes that's Slippery. all it takes. And we're frozen. Okay, guys? In yeah, the morning, it's... it's all shiny out there. Yeah. It's yeah. Pretty frozen. That's ice. Mm-hmm. There's ice. That's Don't be nice. in Kenny's traffic report, okay? Okay. Thank you, Don. Yeah, Kenny, he's kind of aggressive with those reports, oh, isn't he? He is the best. Yeah. He's, he's like, my well, favorite traffic reporter I've ever heard. Me too. And I've heard, like, the big dog. They need him. I'll tell you where they need Kenny. In Los Angeles, where oh I live, and they have, like, Chopper, you know, Jim and Pete and Sally. Everybody's doing all the traffic. I mean, there's so much traffic to report mm-hmm. on there. But they're all just like, oh, and we have a SIG alert in lane six here. On the, blah, blah, blah. No, no, you need no. someone in. And if he thinks it's a dumpster fire here, oh, the, yeah. the roads in Los Angeles would yeah, make him want to like, rip his head off. Some idiot is pulled over and getting out of the car. Yeah, probably yeah. on his way to an audition. <laughs> think, you don't yes. have the chops, buddy. Turn back around. I mean, I'd, I would pay money to hear Kenny do the traffic in Los Angeles. Oh. He would become a massive star, and it would be his worst nightmare. Yep, exactly. The funniest thing I heard him say this week was that a woman was pulled over for drinking, and now she's staying at the Crowbar Hotel. <laughs> Why? That's awesome. Now she's changing to the Crowbar Hotel. Oh, Kenny. Kenny. He is a national treasure. He really is. Oh, man. Speaking of, not anymore. Meghan Markle and Harry. um, Their their docuseries has hit Netflix today. And I thought it was on. Yes, I thought it came out yesterday for some reason. So I went searching for it. I'm like, come on. Oh, yeah. Thursday release. Yeah. Oh, man. I am all for this. I, I mean, I'm for it in that I'm interested. I'm not for it in that, oh, man, I don't know why you're doing this to your family. Like, I, it worries me. Like, that's still your your brother and, and your dad and your stepmom and your, you know, your your niece and nephews. and. But what does he say? You know, we don't know what he's saying well, necessarily till we fully watch it. Well, I guess it's fine what he's saying that he saw Megan. Here are some of the just the, the little tidbits that they, you know, that they leak to get you interested in watching it. Um, so some of the things Harry was sees so many similarities in Megan and his mom. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I could see this ending really badly because the press or the paparazzi, I shouldn't even say the press, was just hounding her. It's part of the reason they needed to get out of there. He didn't want to lose another, you know, person that he loved in his life in that way. So there's there's some of that that he talks about. He says that Megan and his mom, Diana, kind of had the same type of passion 
for things and helping others. But here's the part that I'm really interested in. And, and I'm always surprised by this. So she, Meghan Markle, said that she was really surprised at how formal the royal family was in private. So in a private setting, it was mm. really not much different oh. than in public. And she said, I, the first time I met William and Kate, I had ripped jeans on and I was barefoot. And she said, I'm a hugger. And she went to hug um, Kate. Kate, yeah. And she said it was like, like strange. She said it was like almost like it's jarring for some Brits to accept a hug like that. Um, she said, I guess I started to understand very quickly the formality on the outside carried on through the inside. Um which she was very much not expecting. She also had no idea she was supposed to curtsy in front of the queen, to which I go, really? Really? It's not like you're a 15-year-old. You're almost 40 years old at this point, and you didn't know that people curtsy, and even her kids would curtsy in front of her. Hmm. And grandkids. So I just found that, like, have you really not, I've heard I that. can't wait to watch it. Oh my god, it's going to be so good. Yeah, I'm I'm interested in this, and I, I am uh, peripherally interested in the royal family. I, it sort of ebbs and flows. Get into it, then I get out of it. Like the crown covered the Kate and William wedding, mm-hmm. but you know, you kind of. I'm I'm not diehard, but this seems interesting this seems different than what we've heard and it's not like you know god love fergie but it's not like hearing from fergie it's you know i mean he was an heir granted not first in line behind william but still i mean it's just someone so close and was so well embraced was a part of that family a part of the direct bloodline and so to be stepping out and then to be saying so much, because this would not have happened 40 years ago if if this had happened. Harry and Meghan wouldn't have the same opportunities to tell their side of the story, right? It would have been through print. It would have been through a sit-down interview. But yeah. the age of streaming and the deal that they have, it does feel like unprecedented access to the royals. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they're, they're spilling the tea. But again, if I did that to my family, I don't know that they would be okay with that. Because I think they're already firing back, calling her like um, Megan hypocrite or, you know, there's some there's some mud being slung their way already. And it might not be from their family as much as the British press. Yeah, but I and well, and I I don't know what he has done to his family just yet. I need to watch this, but isn't there room for him speaking out about the experience of being in this royal establishment? Mm. Is there any sort of room for him to speak about that without his brother or his father being directly offended, as though it's some family? Offense, because it's not like some kid 
in growing up, leaving home and saying, you know what, I don't like how my parents brought me up. You know, that's different than saying there's an establishment that all of us were born into and it has limitations and there might be some unhealthy things that are happening within that. It feels like, am I being too... Uh, too naive or too optimistic that because you keep saying, I don't know how his family would feel that he's done this to them, but isn't he first and foremost speaking out against the establishment? Yeah. Not my father, not my brother. Well, yeah, I guess. Yeah. But he, he did say that some members of the family felt negative treatment in, in the media was a rite of passage. He said for them, the difference is the race element. So we're going to hear more about that. Racism seems to be like a big part of why they're speaking. One of the guys who talks in this Netflix special, David Olusoga, the author of Black and British, Mm. says, who dreamed that Britain could have a black princess? Megan goes on to say, people don't talk about what it's like to be mixed race of grappling with that identity. As you grow up. Uh, and then Harry says there can be a temptation or an urge to marry someone who would fit the mold as opposed to somebody who you perhaps are destined to be with. Another reason why he's comparing her to Princess Diana, his mother, because she was in a relationship with a person who wasn't white and the press was just hounding them. Yes. And, you know, got her killed. And so he was like super afraid of that. That same kind of element of race was kind of repeating itself. Yeah. Harry also says, um, I am my mother's son. Speaking of Diana, I saw things, I experienced things, I learned things. The pain and suffering of women marrying into this institution. I remember thinking, how can I ever find someone who's willing and capable to be able to withstand all the baggage that comes with being with me? He does, you know, I remember when the kids were growing up, William and Harry, and William looked so much like Diana, mm-hmm. but was more like his father. And Harry, you know, they it was like the opposite, mm-hmm. you know, the physical trait versus, you know, their personalities. And he was more sensitive like Diana was. Oh, and that, and we- Harry looked a lot like the guy who used to keep the horses. You know, oh. the stable oh. guy who was oh. also in the military. Oh, that guy. The redheaded guy. The boyfriend. Diana's uh-huh. kind of affair. What was his name again? I don't know. Stable guy. No, he was also a General competitive. Oh. Um, oh, it's going to come to me. Uh, the person's James. name. James Hewitt. Rise up, lights. It was James. James Hewitt. He, do- <gasps> he does look like him. I know. Oh, wow. <laughs> Are you looking at pictures now? Yep. Yeah, that yeah, was a big a long rumor time. for a while. But By anyway. the way, quick update. No emails yet on what pasta <laughs> listeners would like to sit in in <laughs> no, a bathtub. <laughs> yes. No ailment emails, oh. although uh, Daniel the Painter from Canada does send us a note. Hey, Donna and Steve. Hey. Beck, his wife, or girlfriend, I don't, I'm not sure. Do they want me to do their wedding? It doesn't matter. Beck hasn't had a Big Mac at all. Zero oh, Big wow. Macs in her life. Wow. P.S. She gets her rock lobster tattoo in two days. Oh, my God. That's so exciting. What? Yes. She's getting a tattoo. She's getting a tattoo. Oh, my gosh. 
Yep, of a lobster. That's fantastic. Anyway, you guys. Um, Dawn, have you started Severance? No, I have not. Uh, but on my list is Senior. Okay, good. You'll like that for sure. Severance, it's a real slow burn, but the final episode, holy cow, Ooh. it hurt my head. That could be why I have a headache. Um, it's just really, I guess you say meta. It's okay. just very trippy. It's it's crazy. I just thought it was right up your alley. Okay. And I'll I have one on more list. recommendation. I just started on Showtime, uh, George and Tammy. With Michael Shannon and Jessica Chastain. I love Michael Shannon. He's, He's so good. So stinking so good. good. Yep, and so is she. So they're uh, George Jones and Tammy Wynette, their story. Oh. So it's really good. Um, first episode is out. Showtime. Thank you. Good night. No, no, no. All right. We've, we're still going. We're, we're an hour one. Three hours okay, we're on today. Right, thanks for and remember, you're listening to the Don and Steve Experience. We are short on content. Um... When we come back, it'll be time for if you see something, say something. Jennifer Lawrence is getting called out for some comments. Donna will tell us about that. And I found an Olive Garden manager who uh, has a issued a sick policy to her employees, and she got fired. Find out what she said. She went a little hard. Uh, we'll get into that when we come back. It's Donna and Steve on my talk. Oh, good morning. Welcome back. It's Donna and Steve. Whoa, Donna. Oh, that hurt, huh? Don't make feedback. Sorry. I'm always looking for feedback. I love it. Don McLean has five more segments left on the Don and Steve experience. It's the truth. I'm not making stuff up. I'm just looking at the math. Oh, man. You still want the toast spread? Why are you doing that face, Steve? Just to try to, I'm trying to give you a lot of entertainment to remember me by before you leave <laughs> and become one of the fancy afternoon people. <laughs> oh, I guess technically that is afternoon, right? Yeah. yeah. Yes. It is noon and then after. Yeah. Yeah. Right after. yeah, 12 noon to 3. That was going to set up here? That's the shift you want. Because you could still maybe go to an early lunch. You can have happy hour. You I'm can... going to be here at 9. So I, there's no early lunch happening. Steve, but how, I can go to a doctor's appointment. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, let's just stay focused. We love everybody's. Okay. Why would you get here process. three hours before your show? To plan it. But how do you do that? Do you get here three hours before the morning show? We don't plan the morning show. Except through... <laughs> through the grid so i never get a chance to talk to them they're doing a full thing here you know it's the adventures bradley might get here at 11 but i'll be here (laughs) it's the adventures of don and bradley we don't know what this bradley and don we don't know what's entailed we don't know if they're inviting other human voices onto the show or if they're tapping into characters i think it's more of the latter it is, let me give you the full title of the show. It's changed. Oh, what? Because, you know, of the announcement yesterday. So it is The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, a Mike Ganger production. Oh, oh that's cute. That's great. We can't even say with producer blank because they have not yet trusted us with a three-hour producer oh, since yeah. they fired Ryan for I cause. Know, cause I, <laughs> for cause. <laughs> I know. I was your I was your three hour. I've only been your three hour right. woman. Yes. After Ryan was your three hour man. And it took a pandemic and budget cuts to make that happen. That is correct. <laughs> That's right. We feel like we're children whose parents have separated or divorced. Yeah, like we have like a split it. custody situation. Yes. Yeah. It's and true. I think it's making us more resilient. Just saying. 
Yeah. Thanks for noticing. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Why don't we start with the Jennifer Lawrence story that you have? Okay. She should have thought before she said said this. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence made a statement to Variety that she's going to be backpedaling on. It it wasn't offensive or anything. It was just kind of not well-researched, maybe. Okay. She said, well, I remember doing Hunger Games. Nobody ever put a woman in the lead of an action movie because it wouldn't work because we were told girls and boys can both identify with the male lead, but boys can't identify with a female lead. Obviously, She's not the first woman to lead an action movie. We got Linda Hamilton in Terminator, Sigourney, of course, uh, in Alien. We've got Angelina Jolie as uh, Lara Croft. We've got uh, Mila uh, Jovovich in Resident Resident Evil. Uh, And many others. Uma Thurman in Kill Bill. Um, yeah, Crouching Tiger, Hidden uh, Dragon with Michelle Yeoh. And you could go back even further, they're saying, even into the 70s. So the point is she was way off, and it's likely she'll issue a clarification at some point where she apologizes to all the female butt kickers who came before her. This happened, too, during a, um, a Jennifer Lawrence, Viola Davis sit-down where they're talking to each other. That's the context of this article. It's on, it's on the main page of Variety. You can go to Variety.com. It's right there. Um, it's the Actors on Actors Variety series. And so they just recorded this conversation between the uh, the two of them. There is a um, there is a lot of complimenting of each other in this. I think that's the only thing. I do like an actor's conversation. I like... John Favreau used to have a show called uh, Dinner for Six, Table yeah. for Five, yeah. whatever yep, it was. Yep, yep. It was great. I li- I felt like I was listening into a conversation. But I think, uh, yeah, these s- sometimes actor conversations can get a little, you're so beautiful, you're so strong, you're, that your movie changed me, your movie changed Mutual me. Mutual admiration society type a of little, thing. A little bit, yeah. But I haven't, I read through most of it this morning. But I haven't watched it. I'm sure it looks very entertaining. They got the video up there um, if you want to see it. But By the way, I've um, been um, at the cabin. I don't know if it's like a PBS situation or whatever. But that Sam, what's his face, that podcast you listen to? Yes. It's called oh, something with Off Sam camera? Jones. Off camera uh, with Sam off Jones. Off the record or something like that. Yeah. Off camera. Because he's a cameraman, right? Yeah. And he interviews celebrities. And yeah. you were kind of. I love of, that. You were really digging it. I love it. I have to tell you, it's kind of hard to watch. I've never watched it. I've only ever listened to it in the car. Anytime I try to expose someone else to it, they're like, oh, this is terrible. I think if you're sitting in a car, it's different. I don't think that's a conversation. So a conversation's got to be littered with B-roll for anybody to be interested in it on television. Yeah. Because you're expecting a visual medium first. If you're sitting in the car and you're climbing up 94 or whatever... I think it'll hit totally different. Yeah, like I was still interested. You know, he's some people just don't like interviews, and I'm like, and some people don't like inside baseball. Yeah, they don't care what your process Correct. is, Correct. what you auditioned for oh, that you didn't get. They don't oh, care about that. I, I like love that it. stuff. Smartless podcast. 
I love gotta it. Listen oh, to that. how about did you guys like James Lipton and oh inside studio? the actor studio? Inside the actor studio, I loved it. But there are some people who are like, oh my god, it's so inside and pretentious. And I go because it's really not for us. It's for industry people or people who want to mm-hmm. break into the business. Yeah, it's a school. Which, Right. Which makes things like that really Don't watch a hit or it. miss. It's not yeah. vanilla ice cream. It is a very specific flavor that people will either love or loathe. Yeah, I love it. An Olive Garden manager in Overland Park, Kansas, sent a long email to employees threatening to fire anyone who called in sick more than once this month, but instead she got canned by corporate. Oh. The full message that she sent, pretty long. Here are some of the highlights <laughs> from this Olive Garden manager's email to her staff. She started by saying, quote, call-offs are occurring at a staggering rate. From now on, if you call off, you might as well go out and look for another job. We are no longer tolerating any excuses for calling off. She goes on to say, if you're sick, you need to come prove it to us. If your dog died, you need to bring him in and prove it to us. She added, if it's a family emergency and you can't say, too bad, go work somewhere else. (laughs) If you only want morning shifts, too bad. Go work at a bank. I don't think she, she said that about the family stuff, did she? That's I how they I read have it the whole quoted. thing. Okay, okay. She says if anyone calls out more than once in the next 30 days, they will not have a job. Then she bragged about how she's never called in sick in 11 years, even when she was sick, which you could argue is questionable practice in the food service industry. Some people are taking her side and saying they do think that people lie about sick days a they lot. They do. Yeah, and that's true. And I, I knew you would kind of side with her. I well. I have a side hustle over at Olive Garden until yesterday, by the way. Uh, no. <laughs> Here's the thing. I think there are people who really do take advantage and go, I'm just going to call in sick because they don't feel like going into work. However, if you just have PTO and you're allowed to use it however you want, pay time off, thanks. Um, that's the company's fault for making it that way. Do we have PTO? I don't think so. Work like that. It's designated. Oh. Yeah. I have a headache coming on. I'm All not right, doing 